Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Nino, aka One Way, the last Don, Nino Corleone. I'm about to do an interview with BCTV. Yeah, vibe with me. All right, man, so what's your name? Nino Corleone, man. All right, uh, <laughs> what's your favorite color? Blue, for sure. Okay, okay, okay. So, Nino, uh, so Nino, how'd you come up with that name? Why, why are you called Nino? Uh,. It's my actually my grandma gave me that name, bro, for my dad's side a long time ago. Um, she was Latina, so she would just she just called me Nano, but I just changed it to Nino because a lot of people growing up, I was a chocolate baby. My mom light skinned, and I was pretty much one of the darkest babies of my mom's children. You know what I mean? So she used to call me Nino from like New Jack City. Uh, oh, like West, Nino Brown? Yeah, like Nino Brown. Like, what's he like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, no, I mean, he was dark-skinned, huh? Yeah, dark-skinned. Okay, okay, okay. I was the darkest out of everybody. And I added the Corleone because a lot of people don't, didn't watch Master P movies growing up. I watched Master P movies growing up, and he had this character uh, named Nino Corleone. He was adopted by this Italian mob family, and it was it was crazy. So I okay. just took that on. That makes sense. That kind of reminded me of uh, actually Don Corleone from... Uh, was a godfather, right? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Right, you you know, I remember you telling me you do actually speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, I so, yes, I so can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how you grew up and, you know, just coming from like a mixed family or, or yeah. how that situation was? Yeah, yeah, no. My Actually, my dad taught me Spanish uh, growing up. You know what I mean? I lived in Rockford, Illinois, about 45 minutes north of Chicago. Um so my dad taught me Spanish and he didn't want me to lose like my Spanish culture or heritage. So he sent me to Barber Academy. Mm -hmm. It was a Spanish speaking school. And I was the only one out of everybody who went that went to that academy growing up or whatever. But um, once I moved to Atlanta <clears throat> at an early age, like eight years old, I moved into a Mexican hood, the barrio. They call it the barrio because it's like a Mexican hood or whatever. I moved there, bro. And I just kept speaking Spanish because that's all I knew. And a lot of people were surprised by that. Especially the Mexican girls, man. They're surprised. Well, I'm even surprised, actually, when I hear you, like, speaking Spanish because you sound fluent. Like, yeah. you actually sound like, you know, someone that has Hispanic heritage. When you talk, it just, I'm like, it throws me off every yeah. time you start doing it. I'm like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah, man. You know, I forget. Because, like, so, do you have Mexican blood in you? Or was that, like, your, your adopted father? No, no, nah, nah, that's that's my real father. I got Mexican blood in me, bro. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, Nino, you're a rapper. Can mm -hmm. you tell us... Like, do you, do you consider yourself to be a rapper, a performer, an artist? What do you consider yourself? I really just, I create, I, I consider myself a creative, bro. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people are too shy to actually express themselves in the way they want to. I like to do it in music and rap. You know what I mean? That's my diary. That's my poetry. And that's where I write my shit at. So, I mean, yeah, I consider myself a rapper or an inspired rapper, inspired artist. So you do a little bit of singing too, now, don't you? Yeah, I try to, bro. I try to. That makes sense. I try to, for real, for real. Well, I think you succeed, man. I mean, I, I, I like to. everything you put out for the yeah. most part. So uh, you know, you got my support. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure there's many others that are rock with you as well. So I hopefully, you know, that. you you keep going with this. Oh yeah. Um. So at what age would you say you started, you know, rapping or singing or performing, mm -hmm. and what got you into that? Like, what made you want to? you know, dip a toe into, you know, the performing arts. Mm -hmm. Bro, I, I was, bro, as soon as I was born, bro, like, as soon as, like, as, as soon as I could walk, I was dancing, singing, rapping. You know, you grew up in a black household, that's what you do. We are, a black family is intimate, intimate, you know, it's not really like any other culture, like black, 
minority families, they intimate with each other. So we grew up singing in the house. We grew up dancing with each other, putting performances on for our aunties, uncles, for the house guests and shit like that. So I say I started rapping for real as soon as I was able to walk. And we was just, me and my cousins, we should just rap to see who sounded the hardest, sounded the best. So like, that's when I started, bro, for real, for real. I started taking it more seriously when I was like a teenager though. Like when you were in high school? No, when I was in middle school. Like I was okay. 13, like in middle school, I started taking it seriously, bro. What, like, what do you mean by taking it more seriously? Like, were, were you writing more? Yeah, or? I was writing more, writing more, writing more, writing more, rapping for real, for real. I was going through a lot in my life. So I wanted to reflect that through my rap and shit like that. Like I started smoking weed at an early age too. And once the weed hit my brain, that just made me- Made you creative juices. Made me creative juices flowing, bro. Okay. It made me rap even more. Cause I already knew like, I already knew what I was going through. I wanted to express that. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So speaking of your teenage years, when you said you were going through a lot of things, you started, you know, writing and performing more. Like, I noticed in one of your songs, Call, it seems like you may have written that at a younger age during that time. Is that something you wrote, you know, during those times when you were transitioning from, you know, you to like, like teenager? Yeah, no, I didn't write that then. I wrote that, honestly, I wrote that during the pandemic for for like the start of the pandemic. But is the song talking about those teenage years, yeah, basically? Yeah, it's basically okay. talking about my transition from like, um, from like boyhood to manhood because I had to grow up really quick, quickly, you know what I mean? I knew I should never been in the streets doing the thing I was doing. Okay. And I'm not a street nigga by far, like, you know what I mean? Like I, I did some street shit, you know what I mean? I'm not, just not one of them niggas now, you dig what I'm saying? But when I was young, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, like I was wilding out. Why, what, what do you think caused you to wild out like that? Like get involved in like the streets and what was going on out there? Honestly, bro, it was no supervision, you know what I mean? I grew up literally by myself, bro. You dig what I'm saying? So like, I grew up without, you know, my my father lived in Chicago and my mom, she was, you know, she was going through what she was going through. So I grew up with no supervision. I had three siblings in prison doing 10 years plus. You dig what I'm saying? So I grew up by myself. I really didn't have a father figure. I didn't have a mother figure. And I was just out there making money, making a way for myself. Bro. So you were living in Rockford with your mother? I was living in Atlanta at this time. Okay. Yeah. Living alone at this time. So I remember you. It's just like you have kind of moved around a, a lot. So where yeah. were some of the places you grew up? So I was born in Rockford, Illinois, um, and then I moved to uh, I moved to Virginia. I moved to Hampton, Virginia, and I moved to Woodbridge, Virginia, and then uh, I lived in Killeen, Texas, for a little bit, mm -hmm. and then I went back to Rockford. I lived in Chicago, uh, and then I moved to Atlanta. So were you moving around with your mom at this time, or were you just yeah yeah okay at that time at that time we was moving around. My mom was she was she was running away from demons. So I mean okay, you know we all got problems. But she was young. She had five kids by the time she was twenty three. So you know what I mean she was real young, and we were just moving around, bouncing around because she was running away from something. So okay yeah. okay, so she really wasn't you know although you lived with her, she really wasn't present. It didn't really play an active role in your life while you were nah, growing up. Nah. Okay okay okay. Well, I mean, I will say, you know, you definitely have come a long way mm -hmm. and you've definitely made a good transition. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing now currently, professionally. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Professionally right now, I'm a, I'm a lieutenant in the Army. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I take pride in that. You know, I take pride in my job now. FA officer, I'm about to take a platoon literally. So FA, what, what is FA? Field artillery officer. I'm okay. about to take a platoon in literally three three weeks. You know what I mean? So as soon as I get down to Fort Bliss. That's down in Texas, right? Yeah, that's down in El Paso, Texas. 
So, I mean, I like my job, bro. You know what I mean? I like being a leader. I like leading people and inspiring people because a lot of people in the army, a lot of people don't know the people in the army, the enlisted soldiers, they come from various backgrounds. You know what I'm saying? Some people who that was a last resort. It was either jail or the army or some people who is chasing a legacy their father already put in place or built for them. You know what I mean? So I like to talk to multiple people, bro. And I think it's a cool idea just being able to lead some of them young people. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. You were also kind of like a football star, too, over at West Point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell us a little bit about that. You know, some of your stats and just uh, whatever else you want to tell us about the football career. Yeah. Uh, honestly, man, When honestly, like, it's interesting you bring football up because when I was transitioning from, like, uh, you know, like when I was transitioning as a teenager from like boyhood to manhood, as I would say, even though I, I haven't even become a man till I'm like 25, I'm 25 now, but I started playing football when I was 15, bro. Like I started playing football. What got you into that? It was actually my big homie, man. My One of my big homies, a guy that I looked up to, like, because um, I grew up playing soccer. with the Like I said, I grew up around Mexicans, mm -hmm. Latinos, Latinas. So I grew up playing soccer. That was fun. The tennis courts and stuff like that. So, but my big homie, his name Justice, he uh like six, he was like six three, two hundred some pounds, running back fast. It's like high know. school. Yeah, high school, bro. Like he, even in middle school, like he took over the whole county, the whole city at football. He was big as hell, running back, bro. Yeah, hella offers everywhere. You know what I mean? But he didn't he didn't pursue that dream because you know, you know sometimes the streets they you know they fuck some people dreams up. You know what I mean? He, right, he right. got caught in that. But I saw what he was doing. I was like, bro, I want to be just like him. Like okay. he, he inspired me to play. So football. what position did you play? Running back. Is that that's what you played your entire my, football career? My entire football career, bro. I play. I try to play DB a little bit. I play. I played cornerback my sophomore year in high school, but <clears throat> we played against Stevenson High School. Anybody in Atlanta know about Stevenson High School? Like they threw a hundred yard bomb over my head. Dude caught it, but he was out of bounds. So they went right back to him. Touchdown! I say, yeah, that's it for defense. I never played defense again. Okay, so yeah. you made a big fall off, and yeah. you just said, run it back. Never again. Okay, stuck with what you knew. Yeah, but I transitioned to college. I, I got a scholarship to uh, Army West Point. You know what I mean? To play football, running back there. I made a I made a impact on that team. Triple option offense. <clears throat> I made a little impact. Um, I did pretty well. You know what I mean? I scored twenty some touchdowns my whole career. You know what I mean? Like how many yards did you get? Is that something? Uh, the whole career, I would say I got over close to two thousand yards my whole career. Maybe. Okay. Um, What's like the average? The average for slot back and triple option offense, bro, is it's about a thousand yards. Cause we so you damn it got double. Yeah, almost. Yeah, almost got double, man. Okay, okay, okay. So tell us a little bit about your jersey. I know one of your jerseys sold for like what was it, ten grand? With your yeah, name it was, on it? Yeah, it was ten bands, bro. Ten bands. An auction? Yeah, it was sold for auction. It was the Pando Commando jersey, but all of our jerseys sold. You know what I mean? Like if you was an impactful player, like my quarterback. Uh, Kevin Hopkins, Kevin Hopkins, uh, Ali, you know, my Bradshaw. If you was an impactful player, your jersey was selling for 10, 10, 15 bands, bro, in the auction. Like, easy. Pando Commando, we represented the, uh, 10th Mountain, 10th Mountain Division up in the, uh, what was that? Fort Drum. Fort Drum, Drum. yeah, yeah. So it was like, all white with the green on it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it was. It was so, cool. where did the proceeds from that auction go? Man, that should go straight back to Army. Straight football. back to the team? Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, straight okay. I remember, you know, I was looking at some of your memorabilia, and you guys even had like custom helmets, right? They like yeah. custom picture helmets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, most colleges don't get that, do they? Nah, they don't. They That's don't. pretty dope. That's Sounds dope. like Oregon. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. And they they sponsored by Nike because the guy who found it right. went to Oregon. No, you know what I mean? so, uh, something Knight. I forget his first name. His yeah. last name is Knight. Okay, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So I actually met that guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Now, I remember you telling me that you know you had a short sprout where you had. You know, interest in going to the NFL with possibility of being drafted. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about like how that ended? Mm -hmm. You know, like what what happened, like what ended that? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately for me, man, I made I made some mistakes as far as academics, bro. Like, um, I I prioritized football over my academics my whole college career, and it caught it caught me in the end and bit my ass a little bit, bro, because I. Instead of graduating on time, they pushed me back six months to graduate six months later. You know what I mean? So okay. that part was completely my fault. But at the same time, when I was trying to trying out for the NFL, it was COVID had just hit. <clears throat> so it was I was preparing for the NFL spring of 2020, like March area. We went on spring break. I was still training on spring break. We got a call from West Point saying, don't come back up here. Everybody stay at home. So we was at home during the pandemic, you know what I mean? Like, don't come back to college. And they shut all that NFL shit down. Like, people were sending in tapes virtually, but at that time, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. But weren't you, didn't you have some sort of conflict with your coach and he, like, dropped a, dropped a bad word in it? Yeah, sure? yeah, yeah. It was worried about that. Yeah, man. Like, I wasn't, basically, people were saying I wasn't a team player. You know what I mean? Because I, I asked for a ball a lot in college. I asked for the ball a lot. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing against them, though. You know what I mean? I don't even want to talk about them. Ain't fair enough, fair them. enough. Love them to death, man. They gave me an opportunity to shine on a different platform, so I love them to death for that. Okay, okay. You know, just knowing you, you know, you're a very colorful character. You got a lot of nuances to you. You know, what, what What are some of your sources of inspiration, you know, to be, like, who you are? Yeah. My father, bro. My father, God, uh, my family. Um... You know what I mean? Like, that's that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? Like, God, first and foremost, because, you know what I mean? I've seen what he's been doing in my life. He's been working hard in my life, bro. And he's been putting me in situations that's, like, incredible and amazing to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I come from literally nothing, trenches. Like, a lot of people say they come from the trenches, trenches and they really come from Gwinnett County. <laughs> if you know about Gwinnett County, like, three-story houses and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, was that in John, Georgia? Yeah, in, a, in, a, in Atlanta. 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 Yeah, mm -hmm. but like, bro, I come from absolutely nothing. Rockville, Illinois is nothing. You mm -hmm. dig what I'm saying? Yeah, I have a few cousins out there. I've been out there a few times. It's nothing, bro. Dead, it's a dead land. It's a dead land, bro. But my father, my father was a hardworking guy, bro. He was born in 1930s. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he survived Jim Crow era. He survived uh, segregation. He survived damn near. He never went to war, never was in the army. He died, literally, Vietnam, World War II, all that, bro. And he made a way for himself. And he was working in Atlanta in 1960, doing construction, doing drywall, okay. having his own. He survived that whole thing, bro. This song? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I you know. I've been, been there for the trenches. My whole city in a box. Yeah. The only thing that matters is the money and love. But money trump it all when you run it with us. They spilled this coffee and they put one in this mug. Shit promise when you run it with drugs. Such fine shotgun, hell yeah. So I'm running with cuff. 
And that hustle motivate, that shit running my blood Sending shots at your mother, yeah, we popping your son And one nigga really wanted with us, yeah. I know the feds listening, so we can't say what we did My mama play with her nose before she play with her kids They ain't playing with young niggas, getting seven to bed Return that boy to the store, he had a hole in his lid When you up, many hoes come on love when you quit When you down bad, dog, them hoes gone in the wind I think my brother in college, he in a hole in the pen Before I snitch, boy, you better put a hole in my skin, yeah Alright, yeah Ain't never change on me Ain't never change on me Ain't no faking that's left Sometimes I feel like my generation just racing to death Cover my family and I promise I'ma pray for you next Open my eyes in the air, my wipe the cold out Last night was emotion, my baby girl done sucked her soul out Reflecting on the times we was trapping out in the cold house When that money on the county, you know we having them poles out My girl told me, baby, need a vacation with our toes out We fuck on every surface, I promise you all will hold out Love do it out, but it's too late for me to fold now Steady hand on the wheel, I'll be damned if we lose control now Big head, uh, Nino bit, running shit like he got six legs Tell me again, Nino Cause even when I'm trying to live and feel like I'm still dying The people that I know keep on lying They don't wanna see me take the shit higher Maybe I'm just Nine years old, became the man of the house Ten years old, I was stashing work under the couch By 11, fuck 12 was coming out of my mouth By the age of 13, dog, them hammer was out Like for real what you know? One thing I'll say about your music is that whenever I hear it, it like it fills me. Mm. Like it's very emotional, and like I can, even though, you know, I've never experienced nothing you've really experienced. Mm. It just I don't want to say I can relate to it, but I just really feel it. Like even yeah. music that's on the radio today doesn't impact me the way you know your your songs do. So why do you think you, your songs have that deep connection? People are able to build a deep connection with your music. Yeah. Well. To be honest, bro, a lot of people haven't even heard my music, for real, for real. Like, um, I remember I posted a picture. Remember last time I went to the studio, I, po I posted a picture, bro, and people was laughing at Like, people was laughing at me, like. People was laughing at people you? Was, bro, people was laughing, like, slid over my story, la story laughing, like, bro, ain't no way you a rapper now. Not knowing damn why I've been rapping my whole life. You oh, know? this is your past friends? Yeah, like. Oh, hating on you and shit. Hate. I don't want to say hating, bro. Niggas, they was yeah hating in a way, but niggas was just like, hey, hell no, nah. because they know me as a football guy now. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, I see so, what you're saying. You're like a way. renaissance yeah. man. They're just like you're you're switching it up too much. Yeah, I'm switching it up to me. Like ain't no way that out. But I think you know what I mean for the people that heard it and listened to it for real, for real. I think that shit impacted them because they know me, bro. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like right. they can see it in my eyes that I one been through something in life. You know uh, what I mean? Well, these guys you grew up with or guys you knew in college? These guys I grew up with. Okay, like, guys I knew since like trenches that knew me, you know what I mean? So okay. it's like okay. bro, I think people hear my music and they impact it. They they impacted by it because they can see it in my eyes, bro. And they can hear it in my voice. Like I actually mean what I say and I say what I mean. Like it's not rap cap. Like I'm no I don't anything I say in my music, I don't lie about at all. You do know what I'm saying? So I feel like people really feel that shit. They feel it in their chest like he actually been through something. And he actually saying something. I'm not just saying no bullshit. Like it's it's music of substance. 
You know what I mean? That makes sense. No, you're definitely you know right. It's, it's catchy, but it's also very substantive. Yeah. Which is a great thing that I think is lacking in the mainstream right. music industry today. I know one of your songs that was very impactful to me, or that was very one of my favorite songs of yours, actually, is "Stars." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so Nino, can you tell us a little bit about you know what the inspirations for "Stars" was when you wrote that, and just give us a little bit of background on what that song you know is about? Yeah, so it's called "Stars," bro, because um, you know what I mean. Growing up, like it was always hood stars in, in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Hood stars, people that I looked up to and wanted to be like, you know what I mean? They had the flashy cars. They had the women. Yeah, the man. The clothes. They, they, had, they had a lot of, they had a lot what I was seeking for, bro. But I was really just looking for somebody to be a father figure. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I latched mm-hmm. on to certain people, okay. older guys to like, you know what I mean? To be that father figure for me, even though I, I was a hothead. I was really a hothead and I took care of myself, but like, I still long for that father figure. I long for like, that star, you know. That's what you said. You were, what was the line you said you were running, running with the older guys? Can yeah. you say that? What was that line? Yeah. Line so though? that was out of cost. It was like we used to roll with older niggas who was bigger than us. Styrofoam got the shit in my cup. Like it was like we used to roll with guys that was way bigger than us, like six, six, five years older than us. You know, because you were mean? looking for that, you know, that guidance or that older right. figure in your life to replace your father, right? Who's, and, who's absent at the time, right? And okay. And we were young niggas, like. I, one of my best friends, I still talk to him to this day, Lowski, man. Like, we was young niggas, like, young, young niggas. Like, what, 12? Bro, we met, me and Lowski met when we was 12, bro. Okay. You know what I mean? Y'all was running with guys that was like 17, 18. Older than us, bro. We was just 12 years old. We was the mm-hmm. youngest niggas on the block, smoking weed, going to buy weed, selling weed. Like, we was just the youngest niggas out there, bro, like, doing stupid stuff, bro. Okay. But, um. Luckily, none of that stuff really caught up with you. Did you run into yeah. any trouble with the law at all? Or yeah, did any, I did. I did. Like, some serious situations, maybe with some other clicks <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I ran. Look, hey, by any means, I'm not glorifying nothing, like, the street, none of that, bro. Like, I. To me, I don't even think I'm a street nigga. Like I am a, I graduated from college. I got a college degree. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm completely not that guy. No That's what's bro. up. But, That's what's up. But like, yeah, I ran into trouble, bro. It was like juvenile hall though, bro. Okay. Like, but that was that's the inspiration for stars though, bro. You know what I mean? And I started off by saying I know I say shit, but don't ever think I'm wasting my breath. I mean, every word that I say ain't no faking that's left. Sometimes I feel like my generation just racing to death, cover my family, and I promise I'm going to pray for you next. Like, that's just to say, like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean everything I say in my rap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to always pray for my people no matter what. Okay. And then, like, I'm going to pray for the person that I'm with, the girl I'm with, the people I'm around. And uh-huh. then I'm after I pray for my family, because my family's first, you know. What so I mean? the line, you know, my gener- I feel like my generation is racing to death. Is that more so just talking about how, I guess a young, a lot of young people who are in, who have their back up against the wall, who come from, you know, the trenches, mm-hmm. you know, there's a rush mm-hmm. to do everything because yeah. they think they're gonna die young. There's a rush to have kids early. There's a rush. To, you know, get out there and become an adult because right. you don't because tomorrow's not promised. Exactly, bro. And bro, you gotta look at it from like, from like, you 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 black, you young, you know what I mean. You young and you grew up in Chicago. You gotta look at it from standpoint of like, bro, like when you have no guidance growing up, bro, you racing to death for real. For real. You living too fast because you feel like you gotta be the adult and the child at the same time. Like, you okay, so I mean? you really have no. You have no sort of inhibitions holding you back, right? Because you're trying to 
being an adult, but you're at a young age and you don't have that maturity yet yeah. to know like the ramifications of your actions. Right, bro. So you put okay. yourself in harm's way. Mm -hmm. at, you put at 13 years old, you put yourself in harm's way. You know what I mean? Like you out here trying to run with the older niggas and you really don't even know what the hell you're doing for real, for real. Like, and I feel like our generation, my generation is really racing to death because this is just like, it's just a lot of young niggas out here wilding. You know what I mean? Just wilding out. trying to grow up too fast. Pop culture, social media, they want more out of life. So they're trying to do too much. You dig what I'm saying? Trying to do a lot to get what they want exactly. now. And that shit just, yeah. that shit lead to death, bro. Okay. You know that I mean? makes sense. I've seen it so many times. Well, it seems like you're playing a long game, man. That's a good, you got you a nice stable career going. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a very talented young man. You know, so do you, where do you want to see yourself in five years, is this something you want to pursue full time eventually? You gonna do the full twenty? You know, because yeah. you love this shit, or <laughs> what? What you trying to do? You know. Bro, to be honest, bro, I just see myself being comfortable. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm a simple man. Like mm. my mom always tell me, like you ain't got to be simple. You can be extraordinary. Like I do think I'm extraordinary. You know what I mean? I think I'm an extraordinary person. But like. As far as what I want out of life is wants versus needs. I want a lot of shit out of life. I want to be rich. You know what I mean? I want to have the flyest cars. I want to be the, the flyest nigga out here. You know what I mean? Like, I want to support my people. But I know what I need right now is to stay down and keep grinding. So in five years, I hope I land in Texas and I'm on some acres. You know what I mean? So I hope okay. I own. But what about but, uh, but what about from the standpoint uh, of the music tip? Like you trying to you know pursue the music, or are you just trying to lay low? And just, is this more of a hobby for you, yeah. or are you trying to you know make this into some you know road to possibly starting? Bro, I'm trying to make this a road to possibly starting, bro. Like I'm I'm really trying to make it in the music industry. But to do that, I gotta continue to do what I'm doing now. I gotta I gotta prioritize properly. You know what I mean? I gotta put my career. I gotta make sure the people in my job know that I'm serious about them and I'm also serious about my hobbies too. You know what I mean? So that makes sense. You're trying to build a sturdy foundation because yeah. you don't want to be racing to death as exactly. you said in your song. I don't want to fall know? off or be racing to death like on some stupid shit. And I'm not trying to be like one of these artists out here beefing with hella people, bro. Like, I'm really a simple, cool nigga. Like, okay. I'm chilling, bro. Okay, 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 okay. I also said that. I said that shit in my, one of my raps. Um... I know I slurred my words. I hope you understand this message. And I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. I hope I land in Texas. Like, something like that. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. for real, for real. Mm -hmm. Well, Nino, I think that's all I have for you. Mm -hmm. It's VCTV. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add before we close it out? Hey, man, be ready for Be ready for my drop. Um, be ready for new music, everything. A lot of people don't even know who I am. And if you didn't take me seriously, man, and take me seriously now, you did what I'm saying. Look me in my eyes and tell me about it. You know what I mean? So it's Nino Corleone, a.k.a. One Way. Man, you know what I'm talking about. What's your boy? What's your Instagram? Underscore Hosanna. That's underscore H-O-S-A-N-A-A. -A. Anybody know about spirituality, religion, man, Hosanna, man. That means one with God. So underscore H-O-S-A-N-A-A. -A -A. Hosanna. And where can people go if they like to hear some of your music? Do you have a catalog out online or anything like that? I'm about to put it out. I just got a distro kit the other day. So I'm about to play everything out. And you can find me on the N-E-N-O on all platforms. Nino, you know what I mean? I don't even say the Corleone. I just tell people that because I like that way it sounds. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm looking. You can yeah, tell me about man. that. I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to check you out. Yeah. You're going to be on all the platforms like yeah. iTunes, Spotify, all that? For sure. All yeah. right, man. Uh, check out my boy Nino N-E-N-O yes, Nino Corleone yes, sir. This is VCTV Signing out Peace yeah.